Hey everybody, Matt Knotts from the Anomaly Presents podcast, inviting you to join us for the Anomaly Film Festival. It's our fourth edition, November 3rd through the 6th, at the historic Little Theater in Rochester, New York. We've got so much great stuff for you. Tons of films you've never seen before. One you may have seen before, but never quite like this. That's Friday the 13th, 3 in 3D, amongst many other great surprises. It's the Anomaly Film Fest, anomalyfilmfest.com, November 3rd through 6th. We'll see you there. Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue. Enjoy! Hey, welcome to the first episode of the Beer Review Journal, the first craft beer podcast hosted by two middle-aged white men with beards and plastic framed glasses. My name is Matt Knotts and I'm joined by my co-host here tonight. It's McKenneth Blue. Hi. So this is our first episode. It is. So we'll kind of set up our ground rules here. Mm-hmm. We're uh, two friends that kind of met and, and share an interest in beer, I guess. Yeah. Uh, our our real life jobs are not fun. Our real life jobs uh, kind of encourage our love for beer. Yes. Let's say that. So we kind of delve into the dark arts of craft beer and, uh, and otherwise. Yes. When I when I started where we are together, um, my untapped profile didn't exist, and now it has almost 200 beers, uh, into, you know, unique beers tried uh, at this point, and that was less than two years ago. Uh, I stopped logging stuff in my untapped because I'm pretty sure they just, you know, send me... <laughs> <laughs> send you a letter that says matt it's okay but see i love those achievements they gamify my alcoholism yeah that that's the thing I, at a certain point the chivos go away and then it's an intervention <laughs> yeah so, so I, that's why i stopped i do it privately so nobody knows my guilt fair enough but you know i you know it, it's just one of those things like you know what what's your uh history with with beers so let's see I was straight edge. I, I was the classic tale of uh, True Till 21. Uh, so I was at SUNY Fredonia. We were straight edge. We had a whole crew of guys that were, were straight edge. We had a handful of dudes that weren't, and they would drink a, a case of Beast every weekend from the, the convenience mart downtown. Never did. Then I got to my senior year. I was like, hey, why not? So the first time uh, I drank, I drank far too much Jenny Light. Mm. So one. <laughs> couple more than that because they just went down like water because they're water yeah um and then we ended up at i believe a, a, a terrible dive bar if you're familiar with um fredonia any bar uh but this was bj's and i think i was drinking like strawberry daiquiris which is not a great thing to do after jenny light no and yeah the next morning i, I woke up next to a bottle of gatorade that wasn't gatorade <laughs> and that's the first time i got drunk um <laughs> So I've been a cultured drinker from from day one. Um, how about you? Well, uh, so I'm kind of the the opposite. I, I'm the classic, uh, you know, older person that, you know, gives you your first sip of beer when you're way too young. Um, I, I was in the uh, Rochester Scottish Pipes and Drums uh, from the time I was like nine or ten, something like that, until like all through college. Uh, and I, I think multiple people in the bar or in the band, rather. 
Same difference? Yeah, well, pretty much. Uh, but multiple people in the band actually worked for Jenny. Um, so, you know, there would be multiple coolers full of, you know, red eye and, and Jenny light. And I think that the first sip of beer I had, I was probably like, I don't know, 13, 14. And one of the kids in the band who was also underage, he was probably 19. He was like, hey, have a sip of this, uh, you know, Jenny beer. And it was disgusting then. Um, <laughs> still not a fan. Um, and, you know, all through college, uh, you know, my taste got much more refined. Uh, Keystone Light. Oh, hey. Yeah. Um, if we had money, Molson Canadian. Yeah, that's top shelf in college. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, within the first or rather... Mm, Within the last couple of years, um, you know, I started out with a Southern Tier Old Man Winter, and that was pretty much what started the whole craft thing uh, with me. So, so I, there's a little difference in age between us. A um, little bit. So, craft beer when I first started drinking beer was Pete's Wicked. Yeah. And whatever he got in a sample pack of Sam Adams. Yes. Uh, Sam Adams was a big thing for me right after college. Um, you know, I was a uh, Boston Lager ride or die for a good decade. Um, and now it's like I'll still I'll still pick it up if I'm, you know, feeling nostalgic. But there's just so much good stuff out there. Oh, yeah. And that's what this show is all about is all the good stuff that's out there. Exactly. So, you know, let's let's try some of it. Let's let's crack this open, Matt. Let's do it. Grip it and rip it. Um Tonight we're we're doing kind of a so McKenna mentioned Genesee, Jenny. Um, the legendary Rochester brewery. I mean, we're, we're, we're in Rochester, surprising very few people that would be listening to this. Um, and, and one of the things that differentiate McKenneth and I, uh, I am an unabashed Jenny fan. I will drink pretty much anything. As I said, the, the first thing I ever drank with Jenny light. So I'm probably predisposed. It's like the, the first pizza theory. Um, so <clears throat> tonight we're going to try out some, some Rochester lagers. Yeah. Uh, sort of a, a battle of the bands. Uh, of the Rochester beer scene. Um, you know, you mentioned Jenny. Uh, we've also got um, some Rohrbach Highland Lager uh, and something from Rock Brew Co., their uh, Logarithm Lager. See, it, it's great timing that we've got the Rock Brewing because they kind of made the news today. Did you see that? Uh, I did. Um, something. Yeah, they're they're expanding their uh, their location. Yeah, it's right across the street from the, the Museum of Play and they're adding food. It's uh, the... Finger Lakes Winery, I believe. Did you just mispronounce winery or is it going to be hot dogs? It's all hot dogs. Oh, okay. Well, that's actually pretty clever. Yeah, right? Yeah, I like that. So you can go down and and drop the kid off the Museum of Play. Go have yourself a a beer and a a hot dog and uh, come on back. Oh, you took your first sip of the red eye. Mm. So, yeah, we are doing the battle of the the hometown lagers here. And uh, we started with the the red eye, the, the Jenny lager. Yeah. Genesee beer. Um, what I find interesting is they don't even specify a style on the can. It's just Genesee beer. You know why? Um, Cause you can't print unfuck withable on the label. Okay. Um, you know, so Genesee brewing founded in 1878, they made the one batch and they're still <laughs> selling that one today. That's only when they tried out 12 horse. It's this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this this is one thing. It's uh, McKenneth is kind of swishing it around a bit. It's bracing. 
it's it's refreshing. So the thing about lagers is when you think of it, you think about what your dad kept in the fridge in the garage. Mostly, I would say, like it's the lawnmower beer idea, right? Right. And and when I think of Genesee beer, I think of the you know sad Bruce Springsteen song narrator working at Jenny, and it's the only beer he drinks because it's he gets a case free every week uh, yeah. after work. Yeah. My God, I will say that most times you pay between what a dollar forty nine to a dollar sixty seven for a twenty four ounce can. Yeah, something like that. I, I forget what I just got this for. And uh, it tastes like twice that. I'd say it tastes like something. <laughs> it, you know, it. it I, I ooh, I kicked my mic stand. Um, I, I shit on Jenny beer a lot, um, but it does have a slight fruitiness on the back end. That is not entirely unpleasant. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a nice, light, inoffensive. I like it a lot. I'm not going to lie about it. Um, my, my go to is usually the cream ale, which is not a far throw from this. No. Um, but, yeah, it's nice. It's light. It's got a little bit of corn pop to it. Um, I've heard some people say there's cardboard notes to it. I don't really get that. I, don't, I hear wet newspaper and cardboard a lot. and I, I feel like it gets a bad rap. Not what newspaper and cardboard, Genesee. Uh, Jenny does get a bad rep. It's, you know, partially the fault of people like me. You know, when I think about Jenny, I think about like the sad narrator of a Bruce Springsteen song. You know, he's toiling away at the brewery and, you know, he he brings it home. It's the only beer he drinks because he gets it for free from work. And uh, it's just I, I don't it's not pleasant. See, this is kind of what we have to talk about here because we we talk a lot, kind of one of the things about this show is that we talk about those gas station beers, right? The beers that you can pick up and they're dead cheap. They're, you know, two for three dollars or that kind of thing. When you don't want something fancy, I mean, a lot of the, the beers we look at are those $20 four pack, $15 six pack, bang for your buck kind of things, you know, like double, triple dry hopped fancy pants, whatever. There are some nights where you just want a, a, a Bruce Springsteen beer. Right. Absolutely. And I, I mean, my Bruce Springsteen beer is uh, the, what is it? Two for $6 Voodoo Ranger double IPA. See, and, and this is the thing. I'd much rather drink a red eye than those. But a red eye is not going to get me those quadruple <laughs> kills in Overwatch, Matt. <laughs> I need my, I need my gamer fuel. I need those sick, those sick team kills. I suppose that's true, but it's also not going to get you those awesome headaches at eight o'clock the next morning. You gotta, you gotta hydrate in between, my friend. Right next to the, you know, tall boy of uh, Voodoo Ranger Double IPA is my Yeti Tumbler. Yeah. So, you know, I knock a couple of those boys back, and then you know it's two or three hours of Overwatch, and then once all that's done. You know, I drink some water, watch some adult films, and then I go to bed. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, up until that point, I was going to say it's the the Dexter method, uh, named after a good friend of ours who who always tells us stay hydrated between your drinks. Yeah, I I'd actually I wish I had met Jeff, uh, you know, <laughs> 10, 15 years ago, <laughs> like when I turned 21, let's say, and I had my first hangover ever. Uh, that was the first time I ever got so drunk I, I got sick. First time I ever blacked out. You know, it was a lot of firsts. See? First time I ever woke up without my shirt on when I went to sleep with it on. <laughs> you know? And a boy. 
Those are good first starts. They're nice first memories to, to warm up to. There's something you can tell your kids about later. Yeah, absolutely. I might leave out the part where I was, you know, my head was also in a bucket when I woke up. Man, you got my story beat. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where we are with your your red eyes, right? It's a cheap beer. It shows, but it's it's pretty tasty for me. I don't know if it's just like that nostalgia piece where it was, you know, it's what was around. Yeah, I mean, it definitely gets the job done. Um, I just, uh, you know... I like a beer that really sort of, you know, just punches me in the face and says, you're going to fucking enjoy me. And to me, this is just sort of, I don't know. It's very like, hey, you know, I'm going to, would you like to drink me? I don't know. Would you like to go to the dance? See, it's just very unassuming. Yeah, exactly. It's. It's very Western New York in the way that you could drink about 12 of them while you're eating pizza and wings and watching a Bills game. Yeah. And I I guess that's just where I'm at. I like to have one or two beers and just be done. Yeah. Um, it's not a carbs thing or like a watching my figure thing. Like there are some claws in the fridge. <laughs> right. Uh I mean, you know, I'm a big dude. I don't give a shit about like eating healthy and whatever. I just don't want to piss all night. And if I'm drinking like four or five, six to get to the same place that a nine percent beer is going to get me <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to have a bad time. So you're all about the economy of motion. more yes. than Anything. Yes, absolutely. You know, and, uh, you know, my my double IPAs, my my single IPAs, whatever, they're going to get me to. Overwatch glory faster. See, and this is where this is where the age difference comes in, is that if I drink a double IPA, I love them to death, but I'm going to have the worst heartburn in about 25 minutes afterward. I'm not going to be having a good time. Well, you know, I'll be there in five years. Uh, you, yeah. What you going to do? It's, I, it's true. So what you do is you wash down the Prilosec with the, the double IPA. I'm pretty sure that's not doctor recommended. It's probably a little bit better than what I'd like to do, which is, you know, uh, treat the the migraines I occasionally get with beer and also ibuprofen. Yeah, that's perfect for your liver. I yeah, think that's that's the perfect cocktail. It hasn't complained yet. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a day where it just revolts and comes out of your face. Yeah, it's going to be like uh, my buddy's dad who uh, worked on the Sam Patch boat in town, but cannot try Rohrbach Sam Patch beer because he has cirrhosis now. <laughs> Oh, I'm laughing, but that's very sad. <laughs> it really is. Uh, and I told my friend, I'm like, hey, man, they uh, they put out this Sam Patch beer. Do you want to get it for your dad to try? And he's like, you can't drink. <laughs> <laughs> I can show him the can. I guess he'd be excited about that. This is true. Uh, but apparently that's a guy who like jumped off of High Falls and survived and then tried it again and didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Him and his bear. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's the story, if I remember it right. I didn't research it. Shout out to the High Falls Laser Light Show. I remember from when I was 17. Nice. Um, did you know there was a laser light show at High Falls? I didn't. I did yeah. know that there's the uh, the big Orson Scott card written uh, pageant at Hill Cumorah in, in Palmyra. Yeah. I don't know if that is that still running. Uh, they're only doing it for like another like year or so, and then they're going to stop it. Yeah. Um, Which is kind of sad, I suppose. I mean, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, I, I went. It was I don't really remember other than that, you know, I'm not a Mormon and I was watching that. Do you know what's fun about Mormons or at least the <laughs> ones I've known? 
this is a weird setup so just, don't go for it yeah um, uh, so uh, there's the whole caffeine thing right sure um so the mormons that i've known refer to coke as special root beer so as to get around the fact that it's caffeinated. <laughs> okay. That's the thing I learned when I when I hung out with a Mormon guy for a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, He's I also a connoisseur of hot chocolate, go figure. Pretty sure there's caffeine in that too. Yeah, but not enough to notice. Not as, not as much as his special root beer. Gotcha. Uh. So we're punching back in. We, we went back to the bar. Um, now I would like to note that McKenneth finished the red eye before I did. I like to just sort of rip the band-aid off. I savored it. I take my medicine. <laughs> Spoonful of sugar makes the, the red eye go down. So, uh, you know, next up, uh, we're talking Rohrbach. The legendary Rohrbach. Yeah. Kind, kind of the other pillar of, if we want to go with Japanese wrestling terms, it's it's one of the two pillars of heaven. There are four pillars of heaven in Japanese wrestling. This is one of the two of Rochester breweries. And, and I would say that... Well, I don't know if uh, there's really four pillars of Rochester beers yet. Uh, now, I would argue that there probably is. Now, are we just talking downtown? No, I would say, you know, if we look at Rochester being the greater Rochester area. Sure. I would say we've got four pillars right now, right? I can argue for at least three. Okay. I, I want to hear your three. <clears throat> so, Jenny, obviously. Come on. Uh, well, okay. It, it's an institution. But then again, so is the right Rochester Psychiatric Center. Fair. But- Still, I, I will say as someone who, who spent 14 seconds brewing and took a couple classes and stuff, Jenny is actually really good with helping small breweries get their, their water chemistry right and they kind of support local brewing. So I would say they're they're like one of the pillars. Sure. Um, Rohrbach is very much the same. They will help people out with, you know, getting their chemistry dialed in, helping the, the community. They're also, if you think of local breweries, it's going to be Jenny and Rohrbach. Right. My third pillar is going to be Three Heads. I'm surprised because you're not much of a three heads guy. I am not. However, people love that place. And uh, invariably, if you go anywhere in town on tap, they're going to have something three heads. Yeah, it's going to usually be the kind. Yep. Um, and I got to say, like, I I actually like them quite a bit, you know, especially things in that kind uh, family of products. And, you know, that's something that when I'm going to the gas station, I can pick up two kinds for, I think, five bucks. And, you know, it's a good night. Um, and I think that's another good argument for it being one of the pillars. You can go to the gas station and pick it up relatively easily. You right. know, there's always going to be two or three variants of whatever they have. And it's there. Now, the fourth one is going to be questionable. It's do we go new school and say that the fourth one is other half for the fact that they kind of dropped a world class brewery in, into the middle of Bloomfield and people are are traveling and making it a destination do we say it's more talus because now they're kind of the oh matt the the oh matt the hipster darling i think you know what i'm going to say what's it gonna be oh it's definitely definitely more talus yeah oh my god how many hfs moments have i had <laughs> at Mortalis? I really thought we were going to have to mop up underneath you when we went. Holy fucking shit. My God. I have never seen a human being react to a beer like you did with that. What was it? Neapolitan? That was the Neapolitan. So we, you and me and Jeff uh, took a early morning trip out to, to Avon to visit Mortalis. Uh, you and I got lost a little bit. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if it's updated yet, but at the time it was still early days for the brewery and the GPS kind of led us in the wrong direction. You can either go left or right. 
right is the correct answer. We had the incorrect answer mm-hmm. and ended up on a dead end. But it was really only like a two minute detour. It wasn't anything terrible. No, but that was two minutes less that I had to sober up before we drove back home. Accurate. Um, so I think that you also went on an empty stomach. I did go on an empty stomach and I did pick my flight and I did not pick anything under 8%. If I remember right. There are two things. Now, I don't know if this is going to be an ongoing thing, but I, I would like to throw out a rule for, for beer. And it's very similar to, to going and getting tattoos eat before you do it. Okay. Fair enough. The, The state that you were in. I think you might be overselling. <laughs> okay, so you were driving, so no, it was fine. I I, I was buzzed, uh, and I was fine by the time we left. Absolutely. I'm a responsible person. Yeah, no. Um, I, let's just put a pin in it for a second and say we wouldn't have gone anywhere if it wasn't okay. No, I am. I would absolutely not have gotten behind the wheel of a car that I didn't feel comfortable operating. Right. Um, that being said. I did start off with like, I think a double IPA. Yeah. You started at 8%. Yeah. And then I did have a one that was like a Manhattan or no, an old fashioned. It was the old fashioned. Yeah. And then you forced like a coconut thing down my throat that you were trying. Yeah. I don't like coconut. It, it was a thing. It, I think it might've been one of the hydras. Oh, okay. No, no. Cause hydras are fruited sour. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Was Was it a a coconut stout? mm, I'd be surprised if I ordered that. It wasn't a coconut stout. Was it like a pina colada? It was a pina colada gimmick, wasn't it? Oh, that might have been it because um, that was probably it. Um, And then I did have that Neapolitan stout. And if you haven't had Mortalis... um, They are just fucking wizards. It's some Willy Wonka shit. Like they will chop and screw some things and put it in their beer. And it just I I have never had another beer that just the, the way that you said Willy Wonka. So I go to the scene where Violet Beauregard is eating the, the meal gum. It's like, mm, it's a beef stew. Mm, here comes the potatoes. Like, that's what drinking that fucking beer did to my f- my mouth. Like, it was like, ooh, here's chocolate. And then like three seconds later, holy shit, now I'm tasting berries. And like, all I could do was just sit there, like, look at the mu- the cup and just say, holy fucking shit. Like, what just happened? I, I've never in real life. I've never seen a human do the when Harry met Sally thing <laughs> until that moment. Um, you threw your head back like you were howling at the moon and just holy fucking shit. I was like, what just happened? I'll have what he's having. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was really like the record scratch moment. Dexter and I both were like, what, what the? Yeah, because you two were having a nice time. I was sitting. <laughs> you guys were talking. I'm sitting there. My Kenneth was at a kegger. Yeah, I, I'm sitting there like. Uh, posting to Instagram uh, at McKenneth Blue and um, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, you know, just sort of keeping myself because I'm socially awkward. Uh, But like, yeah, no, just I tasted that. And like four seconds later, something happened in my mouth that had never happened before. And that is a weird way to put that. Oh, God. (laughs) But it was uh, (laughs) very uncomfortable right now. (laughs) 
uh, and it's never happened again. And, That's uh, a sad thing to say. Yeah. And I, I, I hope I, one day you can fill your mouth in that same way. <laughs> I keep chasing that experience of that time <laughs> I tasted all those things in my mouth. You're chasing the Neapolitan dragon. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, recently, uh, within the last uh, couple of weeks, I, I went to a place that serves some of their beers and. Um, they had a sour IPA with like, what was it? Blackberry, lemon, Ceylon tea and ginger. That sounds wild. It tasted like raspberry sherbet and it was delightful. Sounds awesome. And then I followed that up with one of their other beers. And then I had to go to Target and shop because I was by myself. <laughs> you could walk that one off a little bit. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> I got a situation. I got to walk off here. <laughs> So our four pillars, you've got your kind of, you know, your, your mainstays and then our, our, our wild card, the, the Mortalis and they're, they're, I would imagine in about a year or two, they'll be at that same point where you kind of see their stuff everywhere, or you'll hear them in the same kind of conversations that you hear those like New England breweries, your tree houses, Trillium, you know, the, the alchemist, alchemist, the main folks, yeah, all that good stuff. Um, now I got to say, I just tried the, um, Highland lager for the first time just now. Uh, boom. I just shit my pants. Thank you for that. I, I just had to not <laughs> spit take all over your nice house. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's got a lot more, there's a lot more to it in terms of flavor. It's not as uh, light, yeah. um, a bit more mm, malty. Yeah. It's, it's very German. Mm. Is it Germans? The Germans. Yeah. So it's, it is a, a little darker lager. So like a, 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 a red eye looks like piss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, and that, that's being, and not like, uh, not like what you want your piss to look like. Uh, yeah. You're, you're almost to the point where you've had enough water, but not quite. Yeah. Um, but that's what most people are used to. If you think of a beer, you think of like a really light yellow, you know, yeah. A Budweiser commercial, right? That's right. what that's what Jenny looks like. This this looks like you're very dehydrated if you pee. This looks like you got punched in the kidneys a whole bunch. Yeah, it's it's a for the folks at Roarbox, and we're not comparing your beer to piss. Um it, it's kind of more of a, a caramely multi color. Yeah. Uh, it's um I mean to me it almost looks like uh like a red ale almost or uh Yeah. You know, definitely something darker than you would typically see in a beer commercial lager. Yeah. Um, I think even Sam Adams is going to be a bit lighter than this. Yeah. It's probably going to be a hair lighter. I would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a solid craft lager, I guess we would say. Right. Yeah. Um, now the question might be, what's a, a lager, right? Cause you hear people say that and there are different ways to ferment. Right. Right. So there's top fermenting, which is an ale. Mm -hmm. And basically that's, you know, you keep them relatively warm. They have to sit between like 60 and 75, 80 degrees when they ferment. And your lagers kind of ferment at a cooler temperature. They're they're in the 30s, you know, that those yeasty beasties like to kind of stay at the bottom of the bucket and do their nasty business. Just gobbling up them sugars and pooping. Yep, exactly. So outside of your lagers, those are like your Kolsch's and and that kind of stuff. A lot of the the German stuff that you see is going to be more lager than ale. I'm not going to say all because who speaks in absolutes? I always do. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it's an interesting thing. Uh, Wikipedia says. But no, it, it's something that's been kind of hanging around and, and it's the evolution of brewing from forever ago. You know, it, it's that old story about like the Doppelbox where they were brewing them and it was cold enough. The beer froze. So it, it they were the, they were the first ice beers. Hmm. So the monks were the first dude bros that were drinking ice beers. That's actually an ice box if you really want to. And those things are like the ice wine of of beer. They're not quite as sweet as barley wine, but you could pretty much pour them over ice cream and get hammered and have a sundae. I mean, who wouldn't want that? You know, I actually um, had like it was a a beer float at Red Robin one time. Really? Yeah, it, it was a vanilla ice cream in a Sam Adams uh, Oktoberfest. I was gonna, I was hoping you would say like a Sam seventy six. No, uh, <laughs> Sam seventy six. Actually, I, I as much as I like Sam Adams, I would probably say give me all of the Jennies ever before you give me another Sam seventy six. That is a tasteless, awful. I do not like that one. So. As you've no doubt ascertained so far, we are not Cicerones by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't mind a Sam 76. Hmm. I, I acknowledge that in most things I have taste for shit, but like um, my kid really enjoys going to Chili's for dinner because I pass those shitty jeans on. <laughs> you know, but, it's a real shame about the awesome blossom, right? Yeah, but it's the only place you can get corn and mandarin oranges with a, a kid's meal. Oh, so he loves it, which means we're I mean, what's not to love aside from the food? Right. Exactly. You know what? For for stuff that you boil in a bag, it's it's hard to beat. (laughs) As an aside, editing this podcast is going to be fantastic between the the furtive belches and 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 swallows and and me having to pause every four minutes to cough because I'm battling a chest cold. So if if you want to know what video of, of what this looks like, go watch Chocolate Rain. And that's pretty much it. You'll just you, it's where I move away from the microphone to breathe. Um. <laughs> you know, when I because because I have my stupid little one man band where I record music and don't show it to anybody. <laughs> I legitimately took that as like a pro tip a, a technique. <laughs> <laughs> the Tazon Day Masterclass. Yes, exactly. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'll be using this beautiful instrument and then just. <gasps> but that's like a lot of it. So if, if you're hearing like a little bit of squeak or, you know, a, a half a pause and then somebody pops back in, it, it's because, yeah, somebody had to move away to to expel something. Yeah, that was that wasn't especially clever. No. And, you know, luckily so far, it, it's it's all mouth stuff. Yes. Yeah. There's There's been no no spits. And yeah, I imagine we'll hold off on the really horrendous stuff to when we get to the unfiltered IPA episode. A friend of ours just started homebrewing not long ago and he bottled for the first time. And if you've never homebrewed, what ends up happening is if you're bottling direct from the bucket, or from the, the fermenting vessel, we'll call it. You get some of the yeasty beasties in there. Some of that trub. Yeah, exactly. And you've got living yeasty beasties in there that eat some of the sugar. Because you usually put like a little bit of simple syrup or like a little piece of candy in the bottom of the bottle. So it carbonates, right? Well, eventually it becomes an anaerobic situation and everything dies in there. So you've got all sorts of yeasty corpses on the bottom of the beer. So it leaves chunks you know Mm -hmm. the reason you're not supposed to drink a heady out of a glass so you don't see the fact that you know an eighth of it looks like cottage cheese in the bottom of the glass yeah i've made that mistake a a few times with some 
want to say three head spears, uh, like the suspended particle that came out a year or two ago. It's right on the fucking can. Yeah, I thought it was just a clever name because of the Einstein guy on the front. But no, there's a bunch of like bright orange spaghetti looking shit at the bottom of that can. Yeah, it looks like straight backwash. Yeah. So what ends up happening when you drink that stuff is you get the worst case of the drippy tummies. So unless you have a pretty strong gut biome. Yeah, I must. Um, or I just don't have a baby mouth like you keep insisting that I do. Well, you have a baby mouth, but you just have man-sized intestines, apparently. I, I guess so. Because, <laughs> yeah. The, the, Unless the, I get a little bit of a headache and then it's just yaks for days. And that maybe that's what it is, is that there, it's been such a, a two-way street for you that it's toughened it up a bit. Uh, that's that I, you know, let's let's go with that. Yeah. If you if you drink enough of that, you you won't need a furnace like it. It's just hot and awful. But yeah, so the guy that started brewing is like, why does that happen? Is there a way to avoid that? Not if you want it to be alcoholic. Yeah, not not if you want it to be carbonated, bro. Yeah. So you can if you if you keg it. But I mean, honestly, kegging it is such a pain in the balls. I'd rather just fart a little bit. I mean, I'm going to do it anyway. Right. I'm going to do it when I drink it anyway. I might as well just hedge my bets, I suppose. I mean, my diet mainly consists of, you know, burgers and gas station pizza. But gas station pizza is not that bad. That chicken sweet pizza, their country sweet pizza is pretty all right. I haven't had that one, but their pepperoni is like, I would, I would eat two pieces of that before I would go to Pizza Hut. But Little Caesars some, though. We got some good pizza in town. We do. We do. Yeah. The, the country sweet pizza at the, what is it? The fast track? Yeah. Yeah. Unstoppable. They also have Fiestata pizza, which if you're a Rochester person, you ate that in your, your, your cafeteria in, in middle school. Yeah. And the little uh, hexagon. They're dope as hell. You can get those at the gas station for lunch, unless the person that's working there tells you you don't want to have it because they've been sitting out for four hours. She did me a solid that day. Probably. She did your butthole a solid. She, <laughs> she did your butthole a solid so your butthole could do a solid later. <laughs> exactly. So this was the conversation. I got up to the counter and I was like, hey, let me get one of those Fiestata pizzas. Oh, sweetie, no. <laughs> oh, honey, you don't want that. I was like, oh, but I Fiestata. No, I do. I told you with my words that I do. Yeah. yeah. It's like, honey, I got here at one o'clock and I haven't cooked any of those. It's 630. Why are they still out? I just haven't gone out over there to throw them out because I didn't think anybody would want them. <laughs> and that was when she scared me off of eating the fiestata and put me on the chicken bacon ranch. So she really wasn't doing me any favors. So that was a good digression. Um, Right. We tried, we tried a beer. <laughs> right. So the Highland Locker for Roarbucks. Founded in 1991 by John and Patty Erlaub. Not Rohrbach. Interesting. No, you would have thought because like all their shit is Rohrbach's apostrophe S like it's possessive. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, I was I was shocked and appalled. Yeah. I'm sure there's a reason for it. Well, we just couldn't be fucked to figure it out. No, but if I had to guess, it would have something to do with um, how they can't can apparently. Yeah. I mean... I don't want to throw them under the bus too hard. No. Because they might give us free stuff at some point. I know. I'm so totally burning bridges. Yeah. But here's the thing with Roarbox. Like, I, I've, I've been to Railroad Street, and I've had their beer there, and I had not quite a holy fucking shit moment, but, you know, like a oh, goddamn moment. Um, holy freaking shirt? Yeah. holy. I had a peas and rice moment. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it was my mother-in-law's 60th birthday party. Uh, so you were already hammered. <laughs> well, 
it it was uh it was the fall so they were doing instruments of darkness which was 11 and a half percent i want to say nice so got a couple of those (laughs) (laughs) and then jess poured you into the car Yeah, it was a good thing. Uh, was she pregnant that we're we're having a kid in the summer? I don't. Mm, yeah, I think she knew she was pregnant then. <laughs> so I'm going to leave that one sit. <laughs> right. So needless to say, I needed to drink. <laughs> um, no, I love my kid. Uh, and I'm sure I will love the nut the next one just as much. Was that for an in the nut next? Yeah. yeah. No, I love the nut. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> uh who's 11% instruments of darkness. Yeah, now that is a fucking beer, my friend. Um, and I gotta say, the canning on that one worked out pretty well. Um, but that that's my biggest complaint with Roarbox beers in general is uh you know you get it at the brewery it's fantastic you get it in a can it's okay um but i mean you know i like a lot of their beers uh space kitty i like a lot um and uh, they they do the hop drop right yeah that's them yeah i i got one of those like last year the year before that was that was good see space kitty i give a lot of credit because they kind of before there was the the big ditch stuff that dropped here from Buffalo, which we'll talk about that on oh my God, another the big episode. Ditch stuff. Um, I'm we'll, just gonna ASMR a little bit about big ditch. Yeah, we'll we'll have a, a probably a full on big ditch episode at some point. Oh please, let I need everybody who's coming to listen to this from Anomaly after the Creep Show episode to <laughs> just subscribe the fuck out of this podcast so that we can get to the point where. <laughs> We can go to breweries and they give us free beer and do interviews and shit because that would be the bomb. That would be dope. Yeah. I actually have a, a contact with the marketing person and other half. We could maybe make that happen at some point. Um, so, fuck, where were we? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, we were, we were talking. Oh, you were saying Space Kitty. Yeah, Space Kitty. Um, Space Kitty was like the first real IPA that that was available widely. That wasn't your your three heads kind like a, a riff on the West Coast. They were kind of doing the the Northeast style IPA for the first time. That was kind of where where I got kind of excited that they were introducing that to the market. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I like a lot of beers that are going to give me, you know, super citrusy, fruity stuff happening that aren't necessarily going to be like a fruited beer, right. um, like a blueberry fuck you from Sam Adams in a summer pack. I generally don't like those. Like the only fruited beers I've really enjoyed are those ones from Mortalis. Mortalis does it so good. <clears throat> and I, I don't know what the secret is there. I don't want to know. Well, I, I don't know if it has something to do with the uh, the pasteurizing the beer so it doesn't explode if you don't refrigerate it. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, because their beer's not pasteurized. No. Yeah. So goes past your eyes when it comes out the bar. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we're done here. Oh no, we're not. We still have one more beer. To we have drink. one more beer to go. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll wrap up this one and, and come back for round three. It's that Rock City logarithm logger. That's right. So uh, we'll pause and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll. I might throw a little like promo for other lunch door podcasts in here. That's branding. Right? A-B-B. Always be branding. That's not what I was going to say. Oh. Well, we'll find out what you were going to say after. Okay. 
discover the beer that's inviting, delicious, exciting, just a little more exciting than any other beer. Live the Genesee moment. Have a Genesee beer. Come along with me. And we're back. It's Matt Nazi the douche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're uh, we're into chapter three of this this issue of the the beer review journal. I hope we don't get all the way to chapter eleven. Fuck. Uh, we just did. I quit. <laughs> sell the house. Sell the farm. Burn everything. All right. So long story short, we've got uh, Rock City Brewing logarithm logger here. And uh, we just found out uh, it's what today, February 19th. Yes. Of 2020. I mean, this this episode is evergreen, but yeah, we're recording it in February 2020. Right. Um, And the bottom of that can said, remember, remember the 5th of November uh, canned on 11, 5, 19. Yeah. So which I'm sure is fine. Yeah, it's probably good. Yeah. Uh, You know, I didn't look. Why would you? I don't know. I just assume that Wegmans occasionally rotates their stock. No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, although I do have to say with Wegmans, um, I, I was pretty impressed. The The girl that was cashing me out at the register seemed a little concerned when I was bringing, you know, uh, a four pack of pint cans of Rohrbach and you know, a six pack of logarithm lager and a, one tall boy of Jenny to to the thing. She looked a little concerned, but, uh, you know, I was just like, it, it's OK. It's for work. <laughs> See, it's a better transaction than I had today. Right. Because I, I showed up. It was supposed to be a dress down day, but it wasn't. And I showed up in jeans. So rather than get in trouble, I ran to, to Walmart to buy a pair of church going pants to wear to work. Um, and then as I'm walking by, I'm like. Oh, hey, I need underpants. So I picked up a package of underpants and then it occurred to me what would occur to you if you had in your hands a pair of pants and a three pack of Hanes underpants. So are we just going to drop in the audio from the Mabim Bam episode where where they do this exact bit? Do they? (laughs) Yeah. I had no idea. Although I think that I think that the person that wrote in was also getting toilet paper. So if you didn't, that that was a missed opportunity. No, that's the try. Well, no, I left the toilet paper. Oh, okay. But I did buy a pint of half and half and a salted caramel Milky Way. Okay, because I mean I know that you and I both being fans of their yeah their line of products, you know, we're we're bound to rip off. The Mackle, the Mackle boys at some point. So now I, I will say, I don't feel like this is a ripoff because it, it actually happened. This is actually a real thing that happened. Please. <laughs> Please, my boss outside. I shit my pants. Yeah. Please. Yeah. So then, yeah, it occurred to me. So I went to the self-checkout like you would. Yeah. Uh, and then the pants wouldn't check out because why would they? I mean, Yeah. There's no reason that they would. Yeah, because this is the way the sketch has to end. Right. There's no way that a barcode would work. No. It's not like it's a universal pricing code. I'm going to say, and and this is just me figuring that Sam Walton has a a conspiracy against us. When you scan a three pack of Hanes underpants 
And then immediately after, scan a pair of pants, and it's eight o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday morning. It automatically throws an error because it knows you shit your pants. Right. And it needs to embarrass you further. Absolutely. Um, You know, it's just a billionaire's way of sticking it to the little guy. Exactly. So, yeah, full disclosure, I did not shit my pants. This time. This time. This time. This time. I do have, you know, two pairs of underpants on the car just in case. But yeah, then I had to go do the 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 unthinkable, the unenviable task of going and changing my pants in the men's room at Walmart. Oh, dear. It's it's not the first time it's happened. <laughs> which which really did nothing to alleviate the illusion that I did not shit my pants. <laughs> because I walked in there wearing jeans and I walked out wearing khakis with jeans in a bag. And a Milky Way bar. And a Milky Way bar. <laughs> that had somehow come out of the wrapper and tucked its way in the seat of the jeans. <laughs> it was in the cuff of my pants. <laughs> Because I'm a good boy that did a good job. <laughs> now, Matthew, we've talked about this. It's supposed to go in the potty. <laughs> so, uh, rock lager rhythm lager. Mm. It's aged like a fine wine. No, it's uh, that is a beer. It is. It's a beer. I'd say that's probably somewhere between that. That's about a Sam Adams. Yeah. On the SRM scale. I would say so. Yeah. It's uh it's halfway between the the lovely light hay tones of a piss Genesee red eye. Piss. Um but not quite as close as the my kidneys are failing of the Highland Lager. I've got a cold so to me it doesn't really smell like much. Yeah, let me see. I'm going to Tazande this for a second. No, that just smells like Canadian lager. Yeah. I just uh, totally ate the microphone. I'm sorry to blow you out there. I'm I'm going to ASMR uh, through a, a stuffy nose, this shit. Oh boy, I'm gonna have to edit this. Yeah, no, it's, it smells kind of like a beer mm. and like a nose that's just fucking clogged with dry boogers. So what I will say for for this beer is that it's a lovely beer. It's not. I mean, it's it's a beer that's been sitting in cans on a shelf since November. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Next time, I might look at the dates. I don't think it's going to be that different. I really don't. Mm. So, like, there's a lot of debate in in beer nerd circles about canning dates and that sort of thing. And, like, some breweries are known to can a little green, so it has to sit around for a week or two before it gets really good. And some can it right on, so by the time you drink it, it's kind of all already on its way out. But that's primarily for an IPA. Right. You know? No, I, I was going to say, I, I can tell you, I have had some hay burner from Big Ditch that has you know, sat around for a week or three past its enjoy by date. And I've had some stuff that was canned, you know, a week ago. And there is a marked difference. Oh, yeah. I, I'm at a point with Hayburner when I buy it. If it's more than about three weeks out, I leave it be. Can I tell you a couple weeks ago, I bought a six a six pack of that at Wegmans and I was back in the freezer. Well, that was your first problem. No, 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 no. This is a good story. Oh. This is a happy one. So I was in the in the freezer and there was just this huge, you know, stack of pallets of hay burner. And, you know, I pulled the top one off and it's like it's going to be the date in like, you know, three or four days. And I was like, oh, OK. And then I went and I looked down a couple pallets. Oh, you milked it. I milked it. And it uh, <laughs> I had like a month on that motherfucker I pulled out. Nice. And that shit was like 
fresh out the womb. Yeah, man, that it had new baby smell. But (laughs) hay burner is a slap when it's it's fresh. You can't really beat it. It beats ass. It does. And for the last, you know, week and a half, I've been seeing Wegmans carrying the double dry hopped. And I just have not had 15 bucks to be like, I want four beers for this. Mm -hmm. Um, But we get paid tomorrow. So I don't know. There you have it. Happy payday to you. Absolutely. Um, for Valentine's Day, Kara got me a four pack of softly spoken magic spells. It's a single cut. Hmm. Imperial IPA. Nice. It's fantastic. It's my favorite single cut. Excellent. Yeah. I haven't had any of their stuff. I, I look really? forward to you bringing some of that to this uh, <laughs> recording. Um, we'll, that, we'll have a single cut episode, too. We'll, we'll run a couple of those. Absolutely. That and uh, they're, they're, they're the ones that do Trial by Wombat, right? No, that's Thin Man. Oh, that's Thin Man. OK, yeah. we'll do a Thin Man episode, too. The, Maybe that's what we'll do from here. This is this is the pilot batch. This is episode one. Yeah. Maybe instead of, you know, kind of I, I heard someone compare something to the 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 spread gun in Contra, you know, where when you hit, you hit, but when you don't, you don't. Maybe this is like the spread gun where we've done three and a couple hit and one doesn't. Maybe we do brewery centric. I think that's the way to go. Rock a couple thin man. Um, you know, the the sours for thin man are really good too. Ooh, I need to try more sours because I've only had a handful and some of them have been nasty crap and some of them have been made by Mortalis. Yeah. So I would say in between you'll, you'll run into the Thin Man stuff like Minky Boodle is really good. Um, that's their raspberry. And then Glowworm is a blackberry goza. I want to say blackberry lime goza. That's next level. Nice. Um, and yeah, if we ever see Jelly King again from Bellwoods in Toronto. Oh, man. Hmm. That's fantastic. Excellent. So... I, we're, we're pretty much through our our logarithm i i think you know what as, as we wrap up who comes out on top of the triple threat should we uh count it down and say who we think wins at the same time we could yeah okay so three two one Red roarbach oh. okay, well, do it again? yeah let's three, three two, two one, one. roarbach that's mm. weird that's, yeah, it must be the microphones. It sounds like you're saying roarbach. It's um, it sounds like you're saying red eye. Yeah, I mean, agree to disagree. No, because I'm right. <laughs> and, I will say and you like Jenny, so I support my 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 hometown institution. What are you trying, Matt? Like this is literally like Battle of the Downtown Rochester Lockers. <laughs> like they're all the hometown. I was trying so hard. <laughs> I, really, I saw where you were going I and really I was like, I was going to slip that past the goalie. You, yeah, no, I was where the puck was going to be, man. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you close that five hole on me. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> I think what we can say is they're all, all solid in their own way. It's hard to pick a favorite. Yeah. Um, Rurbach is going to give you a little bit more oomph behind it. You know, that there's a lot more flavor at the party on there. It, it has more to say. You know, I mean, honestly, for me, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, getting to, uh, you know, like an IPA or a, a sour week or something like that. Yeah. You know, I rocked lagers for a long time and it, it's just not really my style anymore. But I think that this was a, a great exercise in, you know, trying a few different things because all three of them are completely different. They are. And I don't think anyone was significantly bad. Mm. You know, I, I think if if we were at a backyard barbecue and it was July and 95 degrees and I handed you a red eye, you wouldn't throw it in my face. Well, no, I'd say, do you have any Coke? <laughs> All right. So that's the end of first episode of the beer review journal. <laughs>
join us next time when we talk about um i don't know uh more fermented waters yeah maybe we'll i don't know you want to crack open some uh haze boys next time Ooh, that sounds good all right next time we'll uh we'll get in some haze boys thank you very much and uh cheers to you yep bye everybody <laughs>